everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host, and usually, but not for this storyline, uh, Game Master AJ. Uh, I've not really been doing these uh, sort of little intros on every episode recently, as we've been kind of making our way through our series of one-shots and different games and whatnot that we've been calling uh, Pilot Season. Uh, it's, it's mainly because we've been sort of jumping so quickly from game to game and we've been recording intros as part of the game sessions. Uh, but also, I haven't really felt like I've had anything huge to announce in the last few episodes. However, today I do have an announcement for you. Uh, in just over a week's time uh, from this episode's release date, and uh, oh, I do appreciate not all of you are going to be listening on release day, but uh, hopefully this is still uh, relevant for you. On uh, Saturday, July 15th, uh, 2023, uh, we'll be taking part uh, alongside our good friends from both the Penance RPG podcast and the Lovely Craftians podcast in a 12-hour uh, charity live stream event in aid of the charity Direct Relief, uh, who do all kinds of great humanitarian aid work uh, across the globe. Uh, from 2pm UK time, we're going to be playing Sons of the Forest. Uh, for those who haven't heard of it, it's a kind of semi-horror survival building video game <laughs> uh, in which we're stranded on an island and we have to build uh, houses and things to survive and uh, deal with all sorts of weird creatures and try and unravel the mystery of the island. <laughs> Mostly though, we're going to be uh, spending our time building some increasingly ridiculous structures uh, suggested by the stream chat and I'm probably going to be falling off them a lot. It's uh, yeah, it's going to be a great time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's all for an amazing cause. So um, yeah, we all really hope you'll join us for it. Uh, we'll be live on both the Penance RPG Twitch channel and the Lovely Craftians Twitch channel, uh, so you'll be able to kind of pick whose character POV you want to follow along with. And uh, yeah, uh, keep an eye on our social media channels for links to the uh, the stream and uh, the charity campaign. And uh, yeah, it's, it's coming up quite quickly, so uh, yeah, we're going to be posting a lot about it, I think. Um, so yeah, once again, that's that's 2 p.m. UK time on Saturday, July 15th. In, uh, in aid of direct relief and uh, yeah we're all we're really looking forward to it all right then uh, without any further ado I think uh, it's time we get into today's episode it's the second part of our fallout RPG adventure which uh, Eden recently GM'd us through we had such a great time recording it and uh, hopefully you're <laughs> enjoying it as much listening to it as, uh, as we had to play it uh, so yeah here we go enjoy Who wants to hear about this pier? Percy's going to bite and say, go on then, give us a fact. Just don't fall through any bits of ground while you're doing it. Well, um... It, this pier was originally from the 1800s and was once made of entirely of wood and then they rebuilt it with iron later on. I look and go, iron? Interesting. 
it was well known for its amusements and uh, for wonderful re uh, food stalls and um, was was a was a, a great attraction for the the people of the town and people from other towns that's that's great thanks Timmy you're, you're welcome so anyway, you were saying there was iron somewhere here. Oh, yeah, the, the frame is iron. Okay. What is my um, capacity to be able to, like, to, uh, to, to take hunks of iron? <laughs> You're going to carry the whole pier <laughs> on your, <laughs> your back. Um, just... I think, given the general structure of piers and the way they're made, um, there's a series of poles interconnected, and the way that they're fixed means that the way that this thing's falling to pieces, there is, it, it's fairly corroded, but there's enough sort of pipe work, like, let's say it's like a metre and a half to two metre length pipe, that would have once been the railings of certain sections, that has come away enough that you could probably carry one of those without overbur overburdening yourself at this point. Hmm... For now, I'll leave it. I'll come back. I'll be back for you. I... <laughs> the whole pier. <laughs> Pack the whole thing into your bag. <laughs> right. I look at the iron pole longingly, and I say, I'll be back for you soon one day. So, as you've made your way a little bit further down the pier, it's taken you probably 15 minutes to like traverse what would take five in normal time, so without without it being so broken down. Um, is it fair to say that Timmy was uh, distracted away from the thought of the stalls after events? I think or, so, yeah. Falling over, it kind of put it out of my mind. Okay. So you make your way past all of that, and the mist's starting to lift a little bit, and as you're getting over some of the rubble, you start to see that in the distance, at the end of the pier, on the left-hand side is a Ferris wheel. You don't know it's a Ferris wheel necessarily. I think Timmy might. Timmy might have read about this and seen a picture of it in the book. Mm -hmm. But the other guys will just see this metal structure. Again, maybe there's iron straight away. And just like, okay. <laughs> I was like, looking at it and just be like, what is that contraption? And can I take a sample of it? <laughs> so that's on the left. And you can see below it, there's a merry-go-round and signs of like dilapidated buildings. Overgrown plants, that kind of stuff. I, um, I, I want to go straight to the Ferris wheel just because I want to see, like, I want to see if there is like a any type of like machinery or mechanism. I, I want to go have a look. So I've run off. I've already forgotten about whatever we were talking about because I've I've left in a rush. Okay. I think as we're looking up at the Ferris wheel. Um, Timmy realizes for the first time that there's no ceiling above him and starts to quietly freak out a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think if that's a check of some sort. If it can be. This isn't Call of Cthulhu. There's no insanity. So it's like, I'm sort of like, I don't necessarily want to impede you unless you want to have something of like that your character's shaken by it. Yeah, it's just more like a sort of like, suddenly like, oh, I'm looking up at it and I just suddenly, like, my eyes keep going up and I'm like, oh. It keeps going. The sky is rising. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, as, you know, obviously, as we all have, Timmy's lived his whole life in the vault. Would that be and... science and intelligence? <laughs> well, no, it's not. No, I mean, I think, inter you know, on an intellectual level, he knew that there was a sky and no ceiling and that, but, like, it's very different reading that and being told that and then actually being outside for the first time. 
yeah, like you've witnessed daylight to some extent through the periscopes. So like that, that's not complete revelation on that front. How bright it was, obviously was. Mm. And this is a similar kind of thing where it's like, yeah, you've seen the skyline, but it was a different thing looking at it through that periscope lens. Yeah. Um, so you were observing this as you were making your way across the rubble. So you can't quite go off to that location yet. But as you're making your way forward, uh, you can see more of what's on the right side. And on the right is a fairly large building. Um, it's got what says in lit up letters, balloon. But I would like, is there anybody who wants to be the looking at this particularly hard? Is there anybody that's scanning the horizon? Because I want to do a perception check here. Um, if I've already run off and looked at the, am I looking at the Ferris wheel now? If you want this, that's on you. If you're fixated on that. Uh, I just feel like, why would I be looking? Why would I come away from the Ferris wheel to look at the horizon? And I'm like, I think Timmy would be the one to be seeing this. And yeah, maybe right. Percy as well. Percy, I'd, would it be fair to say that he's like keeping an eye out? Just generally because of what he's been told for his mission? Pretty much. I mean, I'm the only one carrying a firearm. So I'd say my attention is just on what is around us, but not necessarily taking it in and stopping and being in awe of these structures. Just looking for anything that's moving, which shouldn't be, basically. Okay. So... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of letting Timmy and Vic to just um, do their kind of, you know, their scouting bit and trying to figure things out. But I'm making sure that we are not being scouted or hunted or watched right. or anything like that. So you're on lookout while we're kind of just being eccentric. Don't yeah, I mean, I've got the Walter, I've got the P, the Walter PK in my hand, and I am essentially on passive Overwatch, just keeping an eye out and making sure that Timmy doesn't put his foot in another hole. Okay. <laughs> So as, as let's say that as you were finishing your way across the rubble and the broken parts of the pier, Percy was at the back and he could see in front of him that Victor had immediately become transfixed on the wheel. And that Timmy, kind of still looking at his guidebook now and again, was looking off to the right towards that building. And I would like, in fact, I, I will give Timmy the information the that where it says balloon in light up letters, it's disparate and there are broken bits of it you look down at your guidebook and can see that it once said the ballroom hey 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 hey, hey fellas um I, I think this building over here might be what we're looking for i don't well, care <laughs> percy at this point i would like you to do a perception check so we're going to do um perception survival once again okie dokie so that is a Seven or less. A two. Yes. Okay. You can see on top of the wheel is kind of a, a strange little figure. It, it's you can see something moving in the wind a little bit. It's it's hard to squint up there because the light's quite bright still, and your eyes haven't quite fully focused. But it looks like there's something organic, furry potentially, but quite large. And there's, if you really squint your eyes hard, you can see on its back, it looks like there's some something spiky there. And it's just kind of looking, it, it, it seems to be looking out over the horizon. There's some sense of a head, a shape up there that's like, you can see what angle it's at and kind of make out, okay, it's, it's looking out over the area. Keeping an eye on 
this thing as much as I can, given how high up it is. I move over to Timmy, Victor, and say, if we're going to head towards this ballroom, we might want to do it as quietly as possible. I look over and I'm like, why? We are clearly in the presence of fantastic machinery right now. I think we need to look at that. Well, I do anyway. And I think, Victor, that we need to get a move on. What are you talking about? Why do we need to go anywhere? There's nothing here. I lean towards Victor and I sort of whisper to him, I don't, because I don't want to scare Timmy at this point, because he's <laughs> clearly barely holding it together. I say, there's something atop the wheel, and it looks like it's alive. I, uh, don't, want, I don't want to announce it to Timmy because he might freak, but let's just get moving and try and be as silent as possible. Can I, I look over nonchalantly without trying, without alerting Timmy to the, uh, to uh, to the to the play to position that uh, Percy's pointed at. Do I need to make a perception check as well, or am I am I aware of it now that it's been pointed out to me? Because he's pointed, and because of your goggles, you look up there, and you can see quite clearly that there's nothing on top of the Ferris wheel. Oh, what? <laughs> and then I, I okay, so I look back, and I'm like, uh. What the hell are you talking about? I'm gonna like brush Percy off me and I'm gonna be like I I want to just have a quick look and then we can go into the into the ballroom. That is all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on Percy, it won't take very long. I really don't think that's a good idea. Guys, guys Ugh. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> And I'm like, look, I, I, run, I, I turn back as I walk, as I go back over to the, as I go over to the Ferris wheel. How far away from the Ferris wheel am I? At this so, so at this point, you have just stepped down off of the actual pier itself, and there's some stairs, some concrete stairs. You step down off of those. There is the promenade out in front of you, uh, spanning out, sort of out on the left and right. There's like a pathway and nice broad one. Bank down to the beach. And in front of that, on the left side, I said, you've got the funfair facility, let's say. It's got a fairly, like, kind of shoulder-length wall around the outside of it, themed. All of this is very broken down, though. And at the entrance, uh, which is on the promenade itself, there's kind of like a broad entrance way that would let families come and go. You could see a broken-down ticket booth. It's, it's kind of, the roof is caved in and there's no accessing that small booth, but it's there. Uh, beyond that, right, once you've taken like another 50 paces beyond that, you would get to the Ferris wheel on the left, and then to the right of that is the merry-go-round. And that's kind of the what's there. There's a couple of other booths that, again, food facilities, that kind of stuff. There's a toilet block. Um, so... At this point, let's say you've stepped up to the threshold of this place, and you can see all of this. Wow! Look at all this stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. And then I, I, I wanna, I wanna go. Mm, I'm trying to think where in relation to where I would want to go because what I want my character to do is to be able to have a peek at like how it works 
and he'd like to take some time to think about what he's looking at. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just continue back, and I and I'm just gonna go up to the Ferris wheel with an with an eye to to review its mechanisms. Okay. So there's a clear control booth. You being an engineer, you can see that there's like levers and a few things that indicate that, that that's the control point. So that's where you gravitate towards. Oh, yes. That's you off towards the left-hand side of this, let's say, well, it's big enough to hold both of these things. I guess you guys can, I'm trying to think of exactly measurements, but you can probably think it out yourselves, like how big it would have to be for this. So you're a bit separated if you go off to the left. Where else? What is everybody else doing, and where are you positioning yourselves in the next moment? Um, was it? Are there any like kind of like smaller little like amusement machines scattered around, or am I um, just these... filling in stuff in my own head? Uh, you, yeah, one or two of these booths. Uh, one of them's like a hoopla thing. It's one of those ones where it's a bunch of bottles, and you've got to throw like a ring that barely fits around a bottle. Yeah, over the top of them, and a lot of the bottles are smashed. But it's it's playable enough if you wanted to faff about with something like that. Are there any of the prizes left? Um, there is a fairly rotten-looking teddy, but it's huge. It's one of its arms <laughs> is completely gone, and you can see that like in the environment has done its damage to this. But it's it's huge. I'll say that much. If there's any temptation on that level, like it's it's a. It might be crap, but it's huge. <laughs> I, I think it's as much as Timmy wants, like, to win something. <laughs> I, th I think he's not like an idiot enough to the point where he would try and play for a <laughs> a rotten, armless giant teddy that he can't carry around with him. Um, I mean, it, it's not like you have to follow the rules of the game. <laughs> that is true. The, the teddy's yours if you want it. You, I don't. Okay, I don't you, want the teddy. I don't want the teddy. Yeah, you got to weigh it up. You, you're, you're either winning a rotting bear or Daddy's approval. <laughs> it can be both. It can never be both. Oh. <laughs> can I pick up a ring and throw it over? Well, just, just try my luck one time. Okay. I think this is going to be a difficulty two because this is a fun fair game and it's not fair. <laughs> um, and it's going to be agility and hmm, throwing. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I've got to get seven or less on both of these. You could always spend luck if you wanted to be lucky. <laughs> uh, I got one success. I need okay, to. so it, it does I'm the not going to spend luck on this. Gross misuse of his luck. <laughs> Well, he's got a lot of it, but irrespective, it's it's the classic. It looks like it's going so well, and it wobbles off the side like it's over the top of it, but then no, just doesn't quite fit over the top properly. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, well, you win some, you lose some. Uh, we'll say that these booths are on the kind of bottom side, on the left, so where the rides were in front of you, these booths are on the left side as if you kind of came straight in took a straight beeline to it okay um so where's percy gone in the meantime what's he doing given he did see something i will say that much he definitely did see something i stayed fairly back i mean i'm not massive distance away from them but i'm basically bringing up the rear and keeping an eye on that thing so let's say have you stayed by the entrance then? Because that's kind of where you observed it from, and you had a good yeah. view, and you can see both of the people, both of the guys, where they've gone. You've got clear view of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that. I'm, I'm at the entrance, but I'm not 
I'm not wandering too far from it. Okay. I would like you to do another um, perception survival check. Okay, so we're looking for under seven. I have a three. Okay. You see that just over the fence, um, beyond the Ferris wheel, uh, there's shrubbery and bushes and stuff, and you can see clear shaking and movement within that. I bring the gun back up again with holding it in my right hand, and I've got my left hand bracing the butt of the pistol, and I'm taking a couple of steps forward and keeping my gaze fixated on that area. And I say, guys, we really should get going. Guys. I'm going to go, just one second. And if I'm, if I'm actually now with the mechanisms, I want to like pull a lever. <laughs> okay. Do it. <laughs> um, hmm. Are you doing this with intent? Because have you have you studied the machinery, or have you just walked straight up and pulled the first lever that you've seen? No, I've I've studied it. I'm looking at it. I've studied it. Okay. And I've determined that this is the the action lever. Okay. So you want to turn this on? <laughs> you pull the lever, and it's seized up. You can feel that it's a mechanical issue. That it's not completely broken. It's just seized. Hmm. I wonder. Don't uh, wonder. Don't wonder. <laughs> but I do wonder. Please, for the love of God, do not wonder about that machine, Victor. I just want to see it working. It's. Look at it. It calls to you. I've never seen anything like this. Will I ever get to see something like this again? Who knows? If Let me just take one quick look at it in operation. Nothing bad is going to happen. Don't make noise please I and I just sort of got my eyes closed and sort of whispering to myself don't make a noise don't make a noise don't make a noise <laughs> Percy Percy is shitting himself you think okay. if, you, if that machine makes a noise we are screwed is yeah. Percy trying to persuade directly here I, I would say maybe I'm sort of edging in towards not making any major loud noises. Am I and am I being generally oblivious because I really want to fuck with this thing? Because I'm super also all about that, really. <laughs> yeah, I suppose this is an opposed check for each of you. So I'm thinking that Percy's is the easy one where that's uh, charisma and speech to just to like flatly bring him around. But to resist that, I'm thinking, like, do you want to try and resist it? Uh, it's, you, I think this is down to whether I trust Percy enough, and I don't really know him. <laughs> and I'm and I'm like, so I'll explain where my character is headways. I am super eager to see this, whatever this mechanism is, functioning, right? It's It would be a complete curiosity for me to do this. Um, so... I, I would say that my my overwhelming desire to see something to see something operational is I want to say maybe overriding my reason a little bit. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I guess you would have to say something 
that would have to would make me understand this uh, uh, as being something that's more important than satisfying my curiosity. Okay. Uh, right. So on that basis, I think your check, because it's based around what you want to do, you're going to resist this with intelligence and repair because it, that's what this is based around and what you want to do here. <laughs> so both of you are going to roll difficulty two, and let's let's see what you get. Alright, okay. so my intelligence and my repair skill. My repair skill is also a tagged skill. So if this is a stalemate, then I'm going to say that you're going to start bickering. So if you both win or both lose, then that's what's going to happen. But we'll okay. see if it goes another way. What was I doing? Intelligence and uh, speech? You, you, you were doing charisma and speech. Charisma speech. Yeah, that's a fail then. I need okay. eight or less. Alright, so intelligence and repair is mine, so 13. I need less than 13. I got 19 and a 3. Now, do either of you want to apply any of the four luck points that you've got here? I suppose, Jonathan, you're the only one. I... Like, you, you could get a re-roll here on one of those and potentially get your second success. Whereas, I think, Mark, you might at this point, the luck factor might not necessarily help. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to keep my luck back just in case this does lead to something more more needing of luck to be spent. <laughs> I say I am at this point now dispelled anything that um, Percy was going to say to me, and I've gone for for the lever. No, no, because it was difficulty too. My sorry to tell you this but you are now so I need to have both my successes you needed two successes I'll I'll still give you the chance if you want to use a re-roll and one of your luck points but otherwise you're just going to start bickering and what will happen next will happen next Uh, no I'm going to bicker because I also feel like something shitty is going to happen okay so Timmy you're faffing about at the stall still I'm throwing another ring you can hear the other guy starting to bicker behind you and as you turn around and look you, because it's directly behind where they're stood near the ferris wheel can now see the bushes are moving huh, that's weird hey, 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 um hey, hey, hey fellas, um there's, there's the, the bushes over there yeah, 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 just, just, just one second, Timmy listen, Victor, I Wait, can you say the bushes are moving? No, no, you Look. go ahead with what... You know, no, I don't want to interrupt. Look, no, 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 Percy, no. Look, Percy, no, I just... Look, we, how often are we going to get the opportunity to see whatever this is in action? Like, this is... This is monumental. Yeah, it's monumental, I get that, Victor. But we don't know what's out here, and I'm telling you, I saw something moving, not just up there, but also in those bushes. But Timmy's just said he also saw moving. And I think what? if we don't get that in check... We might not get another chance to come out here and check any of this out because we'll be dead. Okay. At this moment, then, the bushes shake a little bit more violently and over the top of the fence pops a dog-sized squirrel. And when I say dog-sized, we're talking at least Alsatian. Its tail is thick and bristly and its teeth at the front are not the typical, like nibbling teeth that they usually have they're two long fangs 
And that's what I'm talking about. Looking a bit ravaged by radiation. And (laughs) it's looking at you, it's got its little scraggly little fingers that they're looking horrible and skeletal. And it's looking between all three of you after hopping over the fence. The Ferris wheel is between you and it right now. And it thumps its tail three times on the floor. And you can feel it slightly through the floor. And I point in the general direction of where the thumping's coming from, I say, and that's what I was talking about, Victor. Um, and I pull the gun up, I pull the gun back into both hands. Let's get nuts. <laughs> you know squirrels actually eat nuts. Yeah, that's... You, you might not have known that, yeah, you're right, you, the person, you might not have known this, but you actually made quite a funny joke when you said that. <laughs> I, Actually, I'm impressed by the pun, but yes, but we should, I should, we should definitely go. Yeah, let, let's go and keep our nuts covered. Diminishing returns on the nuts comments, but okay. <laughs> as, as you've taken this moment, when you look back, it's not there. Oh, weird. It, it's gone. <laughs> we did all just see a giant squirrel with big fangs, right? Yes. I could quickly say that we definitely did. If you call that giant. And, yeah, but we're all seeing that it's gone, right? I mean, it wasn't a giant, but it was definitely big for what it's I... It was pretty done. big, oh. yeah. Okay, everybody. Perception into a survival check, please. Sure. Oh, fuck. Difficulty two. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, I got two successes. Oh, I got one success. One success. I was one away from a second. Oh, I got Ooh. one success. <laughs> yeah, but you rolled a 20. Oh, and a complication. <laughs> oh. Okay, so, Jonathan, you've got an extra factor here. Uh-uh. So, um. Timmy, of all people, you, in this moment, after looking over towards where the, the beast squirrel once was, now hear a slight scratching noise from somewhere so slightly above you, and you look up, and two or three carriages above, the squirrel is sat on top of it and it pounces down and it is in mid-jump as you've looked up. Ah, there he is! Now, Victor, you have a complication. The squirrel has jumped on you. My nuts! <laughs> it is grabbing at your goggles right now. It is, it is perched on your shoulder. It is heavy as hell. So first of all, let's have a strength athletics check to see if the weight of it coming down on you, and we're going to go difficulty two again because this is coming down from fair height. So so less than a four, damn. (laughs) Yeah, no worries, no problem. (laughs) You got to get very lucky. (laughs) Nine and a five. Pretty good rolling most most of the time, but not for this skill. (laughs) The squirrel's weight thumps on your back as it lands on your shoulders and you fall forwards flat on your face. Its hands are scrabbling around on your face and it's grabbing purchase and getting its fingers just underneath the bottom rim of your goggles. Shit, my eye. You're slightly winded. Percy, you are shocked by this. You stagger backwards. Timmy, you saw it all happening, so you managed to take a comfortable step backwards and react first to it. Okay, 
Real quick, did we ever establish who got the, sh- the shock baton? Don't think we did. No. Who, who was it given to? Because I, I think you I only took got the, the gun, and then it was it was yeah. just given generally to the group. It, yeah, I passed it out and said whoever wanted it could have it. Basically, I would assume it. it I assume Timmy got it. I'd have thought. So if you're happy uh, for me to have it, yes, I would like I, to... yeah, I think it's fair then in that respect to say that Timmy's the one was passed it. Okay. Yeah, I definitely do not have it. I... If you're happy for me to have had it, I'm gonna like panically go like ah, and swing at the squirrel with it in a sort of panic like ah, get off my friend kind of way. Right. So your weapon does five energy damage. Uh huh. I'll tell you straight up, this enemy has seven HP total. That's fine. I'm just trying to like you know have a go. So, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just giving you giving you a layout here because I feel like. This being something where, like, the, you don't know the balance of these enemies at all. No, no. So, I want to sure you've got a sense of it. So, like, um, it's got body five. So, you're going to do a agility and melee weapon check. Well, I've got to get below four. Could get lucky. I did not get lucky. Oof. Two failures. Okay. So, you swing and miss and flail the enemy. Shock button buzzes, and the squirrel it reacts. It, it kind of hisses in your direction, and then goes back to scrabbling about. Percy, you react next. Okay, so where I was stood, quite close to Victor, I imagine I've, I've taken a step backwards after he's had this squirrel land on him. I mean, I don't really want to fire the gun in case I hit Victor, mm-hmm. and I. Can I take a lunge forward and try hitting it with the butt of the gun? Absolutely. Okay, I would like to do that then, please. Can a pistol whip a squirrel? (laughs) As it's improvised, but you're quite strong, I'll say that this is going to do three damage Mm -hmm. um, if you hit it. So let's do a uh, strength melee weapons check in this case, because you're... Again, like you give it had a moment to compose yourself, you've seen the swinging and everything, your character, mm-hmm. the type to measure a punch, let's say. Yep. Uh, that's two successes. I needed less than nine. Pow, right in the kisser. <laughs> you absolutely not this to... thing for six. It is. It... I'm here to chew gum and pistol whip squirrels, and I'm all out of gum. Yeah, you have effectively caved in the side of its face. Not to the point of killing it, but it is injured badly and barrels away. I would like Victor to quickly do a... uh, Let's see... Hmm... How how fussed about these goggles are you? Are you you in this moment trying to get it off of you or trying to get the goggles on your face still? I... I love my goggles. <laughs> so I guess if the, the 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 squirrel is off me now, right? It's it's not quite. This this is in the moment as the squirrels are just about to come off from being hit. It's still got its fingers wrapped around the goggles, and I'm thinking like if you're not going to try and stop it, then it will take the goggles with it. Can I can I reach for my multi tool and twat it one? Um, like. No, I think I think in this moment you would need to already be like, let's say your hands, if you if you want to try and save the goggles, your hands are going to need to be up at your face already. Like when you went to ground, the first thing you did was immediately grab at the goggles to try and stop them from being taken off. That's where your hands are at this moment. So what you'd be able to do is try and dexterously 
move your fingers because you're somebody that's technical and good with their hands. You could press your fingers in against the squirrel's fingers, push them out from underneath it, and like in that moment as it flies off, kind of time it out so that its fingers just flick out from underneath and you keep the goggles on and it goes. Right, that's kind of what I wanted. I want to try. Okay, so we will do that with. Oh, my agility skills not great, but I imagine agility and like. Mm, yeah, it's gonna have to be agility and I think unarmed again. It's not a great chance for you. You can use luck if that helps you in some way. Uh, I got a, yeah. One of them was a six, and this I needed a six. I needed underneath a six. Oh, okay. I think it's six and under. It's like that's the target number. Yeah, that's uh, that. I got one success. Yeah, I will give you that on one success. Because you're so dexterous with your hands, you're already kind of immediately wrapping your fingers around its fingers and leveraging and pulling away. It flies off, squealing into the, into the distance, and you can start scrambling to your feet. Oh. It almost got my goggles. Uh, are, are, are you all right, Victor? Yeah, I feel like it's just my eyes. What's important is I still have my goggles. <laughs> Priorities. The squirrel is screaming and bringing a hand up to its face, and it looks like it's it's angry. It's it's about to stop coming back at you. Uh, at me? At, at the group. You're you're all kind of still stood together, fairly closely, like on the side of the uh, Ferris wheel with the controls. I think this is a good time for me to try and take a pot shot at it. Okay. Is it within? Is it within shooting distance? Because obviously... Oh, 100%. Yep. It's, okay. This is actually a relatively easy shot, provided it stays in position. So what am I rolling? Okay. It's going to be small guns and... Uh, small guns and perception. Perception. Okay. So I need six or less. And oh. I bullsed that up. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's, that bullet completely missed. Yep. So that's down seven bullets... Bullet pings off the ferris, ferris wheel, and it creaks ever so slightly, and the squirrel lunges forwards, and it goes once again for Victor, because it, for some reason, has decided that those goggles are interesting. I had one of the ring toss rings in my hand still. Um, can I, like, reflexively throw it at it as it comes towards the group again? <laughs> You're going to use it like a Xena's... Um chakram yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> right so this is going to be throwing an agility uh-huh do you want to apply luck here in any way yeah 100 okay <laughs> what are we doing are we are we giving yourself 10 for the stat i am yeah so okay i'm gonna say that this is difficulty too okay well i'm gonna get under a 13 for this mm -hmm. okay i got one success now, do you want to use another luck point to do a reroll? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. I'm down to seven now. <laughs> it's so worth much. it. Okay. I'm just rerolling one of those, though. Mm hmm. Yep. That is my target number. Perfect. That's my second success. <laughs> okay. So, time kind of slows for Timmy. He <laughs> takes aim. The practice, the brief practice, has paid off. He squints and throws the ring at the squirrel's face as it's jumping through the air towards Victor. Its mouth is closed for a brief moment, and the ring 
perfectly loops around its jaw, <laughs> clamping its mouth shut. Oh! It is tight on there, and the skrill kind of falls from its leap. It, it flails. It's confused. It falls to the ground, clutching at its face, trying to open its mouth, making sure that the ring stays on because it's creating pressure, and it's clawing at it. It's freaking out. I yeah. mean, that's a brilliant shot. I look over at Timmy and I'm like, that was amazing. Nice job, Timmy. Did I tell my dad I did something good? Hell sure. yes. Sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's going in any that's going in whatever kind of report your father wants. But just to be on the safe side, I point my gun I point the gun to the floor and try and put a bullet in its head. I, I will give you the freebie on this one. <laughs> it's it's far too distracted. You just okay. do pure assassination style. Like I've got the vision of the camera lens looking up that that classic shot of just the gun coming into view and then pow. Can I do it without looking? Out. Yeah, <laughs> you you briefly look to make sure you've got the aim right, and then you look away to the other guys and shoot. It's like Columbo. And one more thing. <laughs> so we're down to six ammo, mm. but we have killed the. Uh, squirrel dog. Yes. Freaky little beast. Oh. Cool. Okay. Is there any is there any way that you would allow me to like salvage that bullet casing and potentially make another bullet out of it? You would need gunpowder and a means of casting a bullet. So I think that that's perhaps a bit beyond what we could do right now. I was like, if I potentially have the chemicals to make gunpowder. Yeah, but you need the bullet. That's that's the that's the difficult part. You can have the shell and you can have the gunpowder, but yeah, take yeah. the shell. I mean, if you can get it home, it's yours, mate. Yeah. But it, it was more for if there was a point that we may need some more bullets along the way. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's just the nature of the game. Unfortunately, I cannot I cannot give you the ability to craft lead bullets. Yeah, I I, I figured I can I can make gunpowder. With the with the chemicals I have, but I don't think I could actually make a casing in order to to put it back together. Yeah, so, it's a solid um, idea, like saving the casing and everything. But could you could you break the long teeth off of the squirrel and fashion them into a shell and make it a piercing <laughs> bullet? It's more the the I, I need to be able to solder the the cap back onto the casing, mm, yeah. and I I would need like a workshop. But still, pointy teeth could be deadly. If I can, I mean, if I can take the teeth and maybe we can fashion some sort of like, I can fashion some sort of other projectile-based thing. I mean, I have, I have my flares, which have enough component in them to to get fire started. So maybe I will take these teeth if you didn't blow them out of its head. I think I would have gone straight through the cranium and down its jawline, but not yeah, towards yeah, the front. It's, it's skulls obliterated, but it's if you want to go over and deal with this horrific mangled pile of things, like Fallout yes, style, there are chunks all over the place, and the teeth are definitely obtainable. Cool. I'm taking the teeth. Okay. I'm just, you, you... I'm just enabling him now, aren't I? <laughs> You've got two kind of 30 centimeter long fanged squirrel teeth. Holy shit, 30 centimeters long. Oh, yeah. These, these were big old beastie teeth. Baby Wooly Wooly Actually, no, I can't say that. I've got to take that back because the hoop doesn't fit otherwise. What am I saying? 
Jesus. All right, I'm putting them on my list. Let's say they're sticking straight forward. Yeah. Maybe the teeth weren't right at the front. Maybe they were back towards the molars, which would explain why it got snouted with the ring. I, I think they'd have to be a couple of inches long, maybe at most. Right, yeah. But they're, st they're still yeah. big enough and nasty enough looking. It's like those will make some nasty daggers oh. or so, oh, yeah. something along that, those They'll lines do damage. if you wanted. They will do damage. Make, make yourself some sort of pseudo Wolverine claws. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. You have obliterated the squirrel and you dissected it. The fairground is now back to being quiet again. The sun is bright in the sky. It's turned into quite a nice day. Um, and yeah, what do you want to do at this point? I, I, I think we should go for the ballroom. Okay, so guys, so is the Ferris wheel completely off limits now? <laughs> well, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> the problem's been dealt with. <laughs> I know. I know. Narratively, it would seem like that would be the point to go. Well, let's let's leave this behind us now that we've been through this ordeal. But we dealt with the squirrel problem. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting both of you to potentially uh, to like disagree with me and and force me to move on. <laughs> I'm game for whatever. Yes. Whatever you guys want to do. Timmy, you're the leader. What do you say? I think really, yeah, no. <laughs> Out of character, I think, yeah, we'll be probably ought to... <laughs> probably ought to head to the ballroom, but... Yeah. I sigh. I look longingly at the, the Ferris wheel as we proceed to, to go into the building. It, it, we, can, uh, we can check it out on the way back once we fix the, uh, the problems. With the pumps. I suppose, Timmy. Fine. Alright, let's go. Is Percy a curious enough person to just potentially give the lever a try? <laughs> I don't want to play I mean, him too much. I, I, I... No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't think okay. so. No, but Percy's not intrigued enough to pull at random levers. Okay, I, I, I was kind of steering you a bit too much there. I think, but I just like the uh, idea. Oh, if you want me to pull the lever, I'll pull. The lever. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can move along. Cha-ching so... jackpot. <laughs> With a, with a weariness on a clear weariness on Victor of having and disappointment at not being able to have gotten this thing up and running, uh, you walk back out of the front of the entrance of this mini amusement park and start heading towards over the building that says balloon, as said, lit up in letters, the ballroom. The building itself is quite a grand, old building. Clearly, its stone structure. And there is, on the side you're approaching from, a large kind of semi-circle of windows, or what was, in some cases, windows. A lot of it is smashed. There's one or two panes still in place. And you can see that it's very dark inside of there, that other windows have been blocked out. And that this... It once had a doorway in there, but that's been smashed out, but it is enterable. And as said, it's dim and dank in there. There's an angled bit that as you sort of approach down the walkway, you can't see directly inside of what's going in, going on, but you can get in there from that side. Hmm. Okay. Is there any, like, looking at the outside of the building and knowing that what we've been told that, oh, this is a ballroom, so I imagine we don't really have a concept of a ballroom having lived in the vault, but the idea of it's a big room that people go dancing in, I think isn't too tricky for us to grasp. 
you've in your guidebook got a couple of pictures. It, 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 oh, the yeah, ballroom is noted. Almost it forgot about in, the guidebook. <laughs> it, it's one of the pre like prominent because this place wasn't too built up. Like there, this is a very sparse amount of buildings that were ever built around here because it just hadn't gotten that developed by the time mm. all of this happened. Um, in the guidebook itself, there's a few pictures of people dancing. So you've got some concept of like people in ball gowns and what they dressed as and yeah. that kind of stuff. Don't know how the dancers were. Like there's somewhere people seem to be like almost in mid-flight. People are clearly being sort of thrown around as part of dancers. But in these images, you're kind of like, oh wow, this is unusual. I don't understand what they're doing here. Look at what they're wearing. Huh. Um, and it shows kind of like the ballroom from a angled balcony shot from like looking down at the stage and there's a big dance floor and you can see there's a bar on the right hand side and in the picture itself the place is in full swing fully packed to the rafters uh, to the right and left of the stage are orchestra pits and on the stage you could see that there was a singer and that's that's as much information really as aside from talking about when it was built and that kind of stuff that's what you're getting from the guidebook at this point. Okay, so with that in mind, looking at the building from where we are, can we sort of can I sort of conceptualise if this is what it looks like inside? This must be the vague layout. Yeah, you've you've got a sense of you're coming in from almost the angle that the picture was taken from, but from from ground floor. Right. Okay. So, the board, as far as you're concerned, and you're probably right, when you get through that threshold. Once you get around a corner or two, you should be able to be in that room. Hmm. All right. Okay. Um, and we've been told... So I, I'm trying to remember. We were told vaguely where the pump backup was. In the basement, was it you said? Or... Yes. Okay. Okay, so I'm like, oh, fine. All right, judging from what we can see here, the basement... The access to the basement shouldn't be too far. It's probably not from this dance floor room. Okay, so let's go look. Let's go look around and see if we can't find an exit. Uh, if we can't find an entrance to the basement. Maybe you see these. Uh, I'm, again, I've got my guidebook out. As as much as that, like, that's the closest we've got to like a a map, a map right. or something. Is this photo of a bunch of people dancing? <laughs> Maybe behind you see where all these drinks are. Maybe there's something there. Okay, let's go look. Um, do yes, we? I guess we we go into the building. Okay. that's going to do it for today's episode uh, we'll be back in two weeks time with the concluding chapter of this adventure on Thursday July 20th and uh, we hope you'll all join us for that in the meantime you can head to pretendingwithdice.com for links to our social media pages our discord server, our merch store our ko-fi page and direct links to some of our feeds uh, so for now, yeah that's our show we hope you all enjoyed it, we'll see you next time